started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Uh, what the fuck is up, gamers? Welcome back to City Girls Make Do. I'm your host, Alex, and I'm the bitch with a period. <laughs> and I'm Stephanie, and I'm in heat, so same hat. <laughs> so, we are back. Uh, we missed a week because I had a breakup, which means that I will be um, overly bitter throughout the episode, so strap in. Uh, Extremely valid. <laughs> we're, on ev- mm-hmm. we're on season six, episode 17, The Cold War. Oh, The Cold War... Can you can you can you explain it to me? I don't understand what what's the reference here? Like, what are they going for here? It's like uh, it's too deep for me. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's something to do with the fact that Carrie is American and her boyfriend's Russian. Mm. I don't know. I I feel like that might be too lofty for the writers of this show. Huh? Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> By the way, I had the script open for this episode, and there are eleven hits in it for the word "cold," in- including the title. Once. <laughs> but they use the word "cold" and a whole bunch of other synonyms for "cold" too. On top of the like ten times in the episode where they say "cold," uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I remember I had like I was in the car with my mom the other day. And I was saying that, like, I think Gen Z are jaded because, like, we watched 9-11 happen on TV when we were, like, five. And um, there's been two recessions <laughs> before the time we're 30. And she was like, well, I grew up in the Cold War. <laughs> Which yeah, is a that's po- pretty bleak. Yeah, I was like, okay, so both of us are mildly traumatized. Great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was like ten. Uh, yeah, I was ten when nine eleven happened, and I remember watching it on TV. And I'm like, I really don't understand the severity of this at this age. I no. wonder what this is going to do to me. Uh, I'm, I'm like, I feel up. like I've seen the imagery of it countless times to the point that I now feel next to nothing when I see the imagery, even though the abject horror of it. And, like, Mm -hmm. people who are older than me, like, my parents' age will break down in tears when they see it. And I'm just like, when you see it it before you've even hit puberty, um, it does bad shit to your brain. But I guess you did bring up the point of, you know, growing up thinking that, like, the world was just going to end. And also living through Ronald Reagan having nuclear launch codes, which is like this a- is true. At least your mom wasn't living in either of the Cold War countries though, at no. the time. She was just with old good old Thatcher. <laughs> we- yeah, God, no- Jesus Christ, who <laughs> we know and love and trust. God, yeah. <laughs> at least someone tried to kill uh, Ronald Reagan. That but- was good. It's a shame. I mean, Jodie Foster, go off. <laughs> Like, go for only, Yeah, if only anyone today could be as powerful as Jodie Foster to, like, wield the power unknowingly 
of some other person she's never even met before to cause an event like that to happen. I w- if only. I wish I had the power of Jodie Foster's WAP that even the <laughs> idea, the idea that you might see it would get you to assassinate a president for me. Oh, That's true. the type of shit I, I, I'm manifesting. Um, That's some good shit. Like, the 80s were lit. Like, him and John <laughs> Lennon. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, what happened? It's like... Like, I'm Reggie from Nintendo looking at my watch, tapping it. Like, let's go. Anyway. Let's have more assassinations. I'm bored. Like Not a threat, just a fact. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a fact that we want more assassinations. Anyway, um, I guess we might as well get into the episode. Yeah. So, so speaking of our Russian and American... Mm-hmm. being together they are being absolutely disgusting at a public restaurant oh, they're being um, so gr- he's getting so handsy with her and it's yeah the daytime it's like not like oh we're in a little secluded booth in like a bar or a restaurant and they're making out and maybe getting a bit handsy and it's like okay well you've had a couple drinks it's lunchtime and his hand is on her tit yeah it's on her tit and she's very much like oh, people are, like, looking at us, and he's yeah. like, no one's looking at us. And it's like, maybe don't. Yeah. Um, and so they're, like, doing all that, and then a bunch of his friends, which we find out later, are not his friends, they're just colleagues, uh, come over, and they're like, oh, Alexander, funny to see you here, all the places and all the, you know, whatever, that whole thing. And Mark Magolis is one of them. The he other, is. It's Hector Breaking Bad. It's Hector Breaking Bad. Uh, breaking Bad. Uh, the knockoff <laughs> Kate Blanchett, as you said. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this dude who has a neck tattoo. Yeah, some other guy who I just like didn't even look at. He this, did he even have any lines? He had like a couple, and his name was Handsome Lee. Because they're like, oh, oh, Handsome Lee says that you have a show coming up, and he has like a neck tattoo, and he kind of looks like Rufus Wainwright. Uh, it's a lot going on. Yeah, I didn't look at him. I was just kind of hoping that, like, Mark Magolis was going to do the thing he did in Breaking Bad. Yeah. And I- explode. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, kill Carrie and, and Petrovsky instantly. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That would, be, that would be an interesting way for the show to end. But unfortunately, no. I guess they're just yeah. meant to be, like, art people. Yeah, they're like the extremely pretentious art friends that he has. Cause yeah. like, they're, cause like, yeah, knockoff Kate Blanchett is just like, she learns that Carrie's a writer and then Carrie's like, oh, novels. And Carrie's like, no, I write a column. And she's like, oh, what for the Times? And, and she's like, no, for the New York Star. And, and he's, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess props to Alex cause he's like, oh, no, they're very good, they're very good. And he asks to borrow the newspaper of the guy at the next table and it happens to be the New York Star. So I guess he sees that it is. And he starts reading it out and he says something like, I'm convinced that the last time someone actually enjoyed the 69 position was in the summer of 69. Um, they're right. Yeah. It sucks. I don't... <laughs> why, no, it seems like too much. If I'm... I want to do one job or the other. Do you know what I mean? I can't multitask in the bedroom. I mean, I it's guess just I can. A, just like, you can multitask. It's just really uncomfortable. Mm. And it's one of those things where it's like, 
I don't know. You gotta, like, if you are the receiver, you have to be in, like, such a, you have to get yourself, like, in a comfortable position and, yeah. like, to really enjoy it. You can't be, because, like, it, normally, like, if you're doing 69 and and one of the people has a penis, they're, they gotta be on the bottom. Yeah, like, or else you're gonna and, suffocate. Yeah, and it's kind of just, like, I cannot be on the top doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but, like, I'm not – like, I could do it, but I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah. So, like – I've heard you no. can, like, legit suffocate. Say if someone with a penis was on top, you can – like, their balls could get in your nostrils and you would die. Like, you can <laughs> literally die, you sucking dick, which – Getting I, just – I mean, I guess if ways to go is not that bad. Like – hey at least you're going out having fun but well hopefully you would notice early enough that you're being suffocated and you can like tap out or something <laughs> there's one time i was at a bar i mean side massive sidebar here so one time i was at the pub and my friend like does like jujitsu and he knew sleeper holds so me and my mates were like oh put us in sleeper holds <laughs> <laughs> God. Which is like a great thing to do when you're already a bit drunk. And he did it, and like me and my girl mate like both tapped out and were like, okay, well, you know, that was fun. Um, but we're gonna tap out because you know, you could feel you can feel like when you're like, okay, this is enough. And then yeah. I guess to look hard, this other guy we were with refused to tap out and then passed out. <laughs> uh, which is very funny. Oh my god. Like, know your limits, dude. Yeah, exactly. We were like, okay, well, that was fun. Um, but yeah, it's good enough for us. Don't want to actually, like, choke, like, die. Oh my god. That's brutal. Yeah. But he, like, passed out and fainted for a bit. And then he was fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's wild. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that happens. And the art friends are, like, not very impressed, I guess, with Carrie's writing. I mean, it's not the best not the best that wasn't line. a very good example to no, be honest and she says she's like oh, it's not my best just not my best um yeah although it's kind of embarrassing Petrovsky he says her writing is very smart and i'm like okay we've we've heard enough of it that i know this isn't true no i mean but i guess they're going out on this still in the honeymoon phase so like you do that where i don't know have you ever like like when you date someone who doesn't creatively and you're like oh no their work is so good they're really funny they're a really great writer they're really great artist or whatever and then once you break up you're like oh no they're shit <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, like true. I'm i mean sure i've never had that I'm, happen but like i can definitely understand i'm sure everyone who's broken up with me is like alex is absolutely awful and i don't care because they're biased well, they're um, wrong and they're biased and bitter so thank you <laughs> but yeah i mean that's kind of it they start talking about how he has an art show coming up and yeah they, in paris uh, in paris and gay paris and they ask him about it and he sort of like shrugs it off carrie doesn't really know anything about it because they haven't really spoken about it yeah he doesn't really talk to her about his work like at all yeah which is kind of like the conflict of this episode i guess mm -hmm. i fucking like i guess i guess I it's guess. kind of funny that they called this episode the cold war when honestly it would have made more sense for them to call the last episode the cold war like yeah. maybe the one where they were where he was like being very emotional yeah yeah exactly and they had like a real conflict and then in this episode they barely had any conflict compared to like last week like this one was like relatively tame i mean i also 
just kind of forget because I just zoned out everything that happened with her. But like, yeah, like I don't they, know. It, they have a bit of beef, like towards like Carrie's like quietly like I don't know a little bit upset that she's not included in stuff, and then they have a bit of a disagreement towards the end. But then it's like immediately resolved. Yeah, so, it's not really that big of a deal. It's no. like fine, but you mean that? Yeah, it should have been last episode where they literally weren't talking to each other. Yeah, that's because it's like that's what I a cold feel like war the, is. Yeah, I feel like they really, the writers of the show really have such have a very surface level understanding of what happened in the Cold War. Maybe they were just like Russia and America. I, I've got to <laughs> name it this, and like that. I, I, I don't know. I guess maybe because it's like co- like other people seem to be cold throughout the episode as well. It's very weak punnage. It really is. Yeah. yeah, they do use the cold word about, like, all of the plots a whole bunch of times. And it's like, what are you even talking about? Like, this yeah. – it really it's, – it's, it's a failure. But, you know, you'd think by, like – this is, I think, the fourth last episode of the series. You'd think that they would by now know what they're doing. Yeah. But they don't, so. No. And, like, I mean, God, it is – we are really nearing the end. We need to actually figure out what the fuck we're doing. Um we won't, bitch. I think it will be a last minute decision. We'll be like, should we just do this? You know? <laughs> we'll figure it shit out. We still have movies to do, so we have it's fine. movies. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, but then we go to the Carrie, Carrie, we go to Charlotte, Anthony, and Elizabeth Taylor, the dog. I keep mm. getting this, you know how like Google will recommend uh, articles and stuff for you? I keep getting this one that's from Vogue. And it's about Elizabeth Taylor, the actress, not the dog's um, engagement rings. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder if they've just been listening to our Discord calls. Probably. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. If, that's what if that's what they're listening to, it's like, Alex keeps mentioning Elizabeth Taylor, so let's send her a Vogue article about Elizabeth Taylor. I'm fine with that. That's um, fine. Yeah. yeah. And they were so big. Literally like cocktail rings. We stand. Damn, good shit. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but they're walking the dog, and Anthony's complaining because he's not getting hit on enough, and people just keep talking about like how cute the dog is. Yeah, this is true. I mean, also the dog is way cuter than him because it's a dog. So it's a I mean, dog. I get it. Yeah, and it's a tiny little baby dog. Like it's super cute. Like, but Anthony, I guess his whole thing is just complaining about shit and being gay. You know, this is his whole thing. Yeah, his whole thing is like. I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, which is great, but, like, it's kind of his whole character, and I would argue that it's Stanford's most of the time, too. Yeah, which is kind of funny, considering that the, like, I would say a good chunk of the, like, producers and writers of the cast, or of the show, sorry, are um, gay men. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I mean, I know it's kind of like, you get, like, of the era it, just having gay characters on TV at all was kind of, like, a bigger thing than it is now. So, like, just having mm-hmm. them there at all being extremely gay is, like, I guess at the time more monumental than, like, having an actual fleshed out gay character with, like, you know, three-dimensional character, like, yeah. personality. But it's weird because, I don't know, you'd expect that they would do a better job writing that if you are a gay man, in like 2004 but yeah i mean it's good that they are as like flamboyant as they are and as openly gay and i like that but yeah, yeah. You're right. it's just like okay we get it they're, they're gay um yeah 
and pretty much <laughs> pretty much uh and they start talking and then charlotte's like i want to enter her into a dog show yeah she's like i think she misses the competition look at her walking like this like you can tell she just loves the attention and it's like well i'm pretty sure she's not thinking at all but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, that's that's her thing for this episode is she really wants to enter Elizabeth Taylor in a dog show, and so she will. Yeah. And that's... Uh, and she does. Yeah. And then we go to Miranda, and she comes home to Steve, and she's, like, kind of grumpy. Um, but then, but she's also excited because she has her new tabloid magazine called Tattletale. And she's just, like, ignoring everything Steve says because she's just in a bad mood and <laughs> just wants to read her magazine. And... Yeah, and she, and she like comes in. And she's like, and Steve's like, well, she says her feet hurt, and Steve is like, why don't you just wear sneakers like everyone else? Like when you get on the train, and she's like, you can take me out of Manhattan, but you can't take Manhattan out of me. And it's like, okay, so it's your own fault, but whatever. Yeah, you can just like um, not do that. It's so weird. Yeah. Also, like I feel like sitting on the train isn't gonna be what kills your feet. Though, no. like, wearing shoes, whatever shoes you wear on the train aren't going to make a difference. It's, I mean, walking from the train home, sure, but yeah. I, I don't know. I guess if she has to walk a couple blocks, but, like, I don't know. Again, Steve is making a pretty decent point here. Yeah, he is. For once uh, in his he makes life. A, <laughs> he makes a decent point. And then uh, Miranda's just ignoring him, and then she starts reading her magazine, and then Steve is like... Um, trying to tell her about Magda and Brady, and Miranda's just like, you do not exist anymore. I have my magazine. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> and he does. Which I love. He does go away, and I'm like, yeah. I'm happy for you. Also, just a sec, I have to plug my laptop in because I just realized I never plugged it in when I moved it over. Oh, okay, valid. All right, it's plugged in. Okay, I just got a text from the gross old guy I blew out, and he's very mad at me. Oh my god. <laughs> he was like, don't contact me again. Like, okay. Oh my sure. god. I swear Done. to God, this podcast is cursed. I somehow seem to get dumped every time we do it. Um <laughs> I love that for me. God. Anyway. Eat shit, man. Eat shit, anyway. Die. Whatever the fuck. Um, so <laughs> we next scene is we speaking of Stanford, we have Stanford. And yeah, he's in this episode. Him and Marcus. Mm-hmm. And he is like, well, yeah, he and Marcus are in this restaurant. It's really busy. And they see Smith. And they're like, oh, it's Smith. He's Samantha's boyfriend. Let's go over and talk to him. And so they do. And then mm-hmm. uh, they're like, oh, he's with a, he's with a dark brunette woman. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mysterious. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, I'm just like, I wonder who this could be yeah and (laughs) it's of course wigged samantha because she just this episode she has like five different wigs like it it i thought this was incredible because this this came out like 10 years before the americans premiered and yet they still (laughs) had like the episode was called the cold war and samantha wears like five different wigs and i'm like that's the show that's that's the americans that is the americans the cold war they don't have a wig budget that the americans has because that show's wigs are amazing i refuse to believe that these fucking two russians can like put on a wig as good as like professional (laughs) 
wig installers. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's fucking bananas. Like, and I am constantly so stressed out watching the Americans when they like have sex with someone when they're doing their spy work, and then like someone, I'm just like that person's gonna pull your wig off. Like they're gonna grab your hair and pull your wig fully off, and then it never happens, obviously. But like, I always expect it to, and it's stressful. Yeah, you know, like you're getting sweaty and like sex in the heat of the moment. What if they like want to pull your hair and and then you just have to be like, um. I wear a wig for for fun. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you say to that, especially if you have like a full head of hair underneath. You know. Yeah, and you're not even bald you're or anything, like, which neither of them no, are. No, like, you're clearly uh, not wearing it for religious reasons. If you're like fucking a random, so. Yeah, yeah. Everyone watched the Americans that used to air on FX. Best show of all time. Yeah, ten out of ten. Anyway. Uh. Yeah, so then Samantha turns around and they see that it's her. Also, Stanford makes a getting jiggy with it reference, <laughs> which is like Matt. <laughs> Matt was like, "Please Google how outdated that reference yeah, is." Yeah, it has to be like nine. It was seven years. I was gonna say, is that not like <laughs> pre millennium? It was nineteen ninety seven, so it was seven years outdated. Okay. <laughs> at that point, when did yeah millennium come out? Because I remember there was millennium. There was Big Willie style. I was a big fan of Will Smith's musical range. As a mm-hmm. young, as a young I don't person, know. <laughs> kind of iconic. May we talk about? Can we talk about Wild Wild West? Yeah, uh, it was the pre. It was the pre Old Town Road, right? It was the Old Town Road of its day. Yeah. It's like Black Cowboys. I was down for it. You see his dick in that film. Fantastic. God. Yeah. Well, that's good shit. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's a lot. It's it's a lot to talk about. But yeah, that's <laughs> so. They're like, oh, Samantha, because they see her and Samantha. And Smith is a total cutie pie. He's like, oh, come sit with us. Any friend of Samantha is a friend of mine. They sit together. Mm-hmm. And then this, like, stoner dude comes up to them. And he's like, oh, Smith, Jared, like, my girlfriend is a big fan of you. Which I don't know if there's any like the stoner dude. I don't know if he's the type to take a picture of someone because his girlfriend is a big fan of them. It seems like maybe he like watched his Gus Van Sant film, but didn't want people to think he was gay by watching a Gus Van Sant film. That's actually a, that's extremely good read. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. so he's like, can I take a picture? And so he takes a photo of the four of them. They look like they're in a fucking ski lodge, like, the way they're all dressed. Because Smith's, like, wearing a toque on his bald head, and, like, everyone's got, like, scarves and shit. And it very much just looks like they just came in from, like, the slopes, and they're just, like, having a drink. Yeah, it's, but- it's the winter, and, like, I don't know, I guess in New York, no one, I don't know is there not heating inside it's a quite busy restaurant i imagine it'd be warm i would imagine although i guess maybe if your head is bald it might just be kind of colder i don't know yeah i guess yeah um but yeah they get their photo taken and it's just like okay this probably won't come up again later um Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except it does. Because uh, well, he takes the photo, but it's I, the just... timeline of this makes. Oh, he takes the photo, no but sense. it's just him, and like it's just of Smith and the rest of them. Because he says like, "Oh, want to get my friends in it too." Like he doesn't take the photo of like him and Smith, which you think is what would happen. Oh, yeah, no, you would think so, but yeah, no, it's just the four of them, and he gets a picture. I guess maybe he's it... meant to be like a paparazzi then. I don't. Fuck. I guess so because it does end up in a tabloid. Yeah, it's the same picture. Who fucking knows? But yeah, the timeline yeah. is all off because, like, it's the 
it's weird because it's the telltale that Miranda had, right? In the previous episode, yeah, the previous scene? Yeah, because I didn't go and check the covers to make sure they were the same. Because I was like, the only way this makes sense is if Miranda got a new tattletale. Yeah. Because it comes up like two seas- two scenes later and the photo's in there. And I'm like, this makes no fucking sense. Your timeline makes is complete garbage. Please retire. Hope someone got fired for this blunder. <laughs> um, terrible. But and maybe there are different covers and this this magazine comes out like really frequently. Like, like maybe bi-weekly or something. Yeah, maybe it's like a weekly magazine, I guess. But which is possible, which so I remember I used to read like me and my mum used to read gossip magazines back when people would read magazines. And <coughs> I don't know, I remember I think they were weekly, but even then it feels like a quite a big jump. Yeah. I don't know. Like as a viewer, you're automatically gonna think, oh, that's this we've established the tattletale, it's the Chekhov's gun. So it is actually it's the same one. <laughs> Yeah, like it's got to be right. Unless, but I guess maybe Miranda could have also just read the entire thing in one night, and then this is another new one. But this is also the first time we've ever seen Miranda be super into tabloids. Yeah, and it seems to be a thing in this episode where people are dragging her for being into tabloids, and she's just like, "It's my thing. Leave me alone. I'm allowed to have one garbage thing." And it's like she is allowed. I mean, I guess if she was like, (laughs) if we established she started reading them, maybe like after Brady was born, just because she like had less time to do stuff apart from Sam read magazines. Yeah, that makes sense, right? But no, yeah. I, we watched this whole thing. It's never really been her thing that she knows or cares about shit. Like celebrities. Yeah, she never cares about celebrities. No. Like she never knows anything. Like whenever it's like trying to like I, I feel like like for example, when when people were like, Oh, do you know who Petrovsky is? And it was literally just like Charlotte. I mean, he's not like a like a actor celebrity, but it's just like she doesn't seem to give a shit about anything. No. She's like, I don't know who that is. But yeah, we'll get there, I guess. We still have another – yeah, we have another scene before that of Carrie and Petrovsky who are um, – she just wants to know more stuff about him, like especially about his work and his friends because he just doesn't talk about any of that at all. And he's just like, what's more important to me is this. And he just like kisses her tummy and I'm like, oh, yeah. He like wants, he, like, wants to go down on her tummy. It's so weird. He like starts. It's like okay. He like starts <laughs> blowing raspberries and like licking at her belly button. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's a lot, and she's just like, no, dude, I'm serious. Like, I I just want to know more about you. Like, I, we've been together for a while. We're pretty serious right now, and I really don't know like a lot. And also, I don't want to look like an idiot in front of your friends because mm-hmm. like we're out, and I feel just like a fool for not knowing you have an art show, for not knowing who any of these people are, for not knowing, for just seeming like this dumb column writer like i she just doesn't feel <laughs> like she fits in at all and no. so i feel like it's normal to want to know about what your partner does if you're interested yeah especially if it's different to what you do i think that's pretty normal like i would say i don't know i feel like they've been dating for a long time i don't know if i've necessarily dated anyone long enough to to be particularly interested in what they do like mm-hmm. i've known the bare bones of it i suppose but not yeah, I guess for me it's more like the most of the people like the people I've dated have all been people that I was like friends with beforehand, so I like knew about their interests and their like jobs or yeah. whatever before actually getting 
before starting to date them, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that's part of it. But, like, also, you know, I've, like, been with people who will start a new job. Yeah. And it's, like, it's not like I care so much about, like, what do you do all day? It's more just, like, I don't know. I just want to get a sense for, like, what you do and, like, do you enjoy doing it? Mm -hmm. And, like, are there people that you're close with from it? Like, I don't know. It's just nice to know stuff like that. Yeah, I guess because, like, artist is a very solitary job, you know? Like, you have – well, you'll have, like – people who own the galleries you showcase your work in and you'll have buyers and like maybe a a sort of a dealer and like that kind of stuff but yeah as an actual artist he's doing all the work himself speaking first yeah he doesn't really like have colleagues (laughs) (laughs) speaking first hand here uh don't do it people it's not worth it um but he i guess it's quite solitary so he probably doesn't want to particularly talk about it and like i think asking him like what does this mean like what's the symbolism what does what does this piece mean it's probably going to be boring so he doesn't really want to talk about it like it's either going to be personal or it's going to be a lot so i get him not wanting to talk about his actual work very often because it's either going to be very practical or something that is quite emotional um yeah, and it's, like, art is supposed to be, like, left up to you to yeah. interpret also. Like, I don't really give a shit what the actual author says most of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but... Yeah, the death of the author yeah. is very prevalent, but he doesn't want to, like, talk about any... He doesn't really want to put her... Or get her involved in his work life, which is the issue. Yeah, and, like, I... But, like, I guess part of it is also, like, the work friends thing, where, like... She doesn't know any of the people that he knows. And the other thing that comes up this episode is he doesn't know any of the people that she knows. Like, they haven't introduced each other to their friends, really. They don't know. Like, they're very solitary as a couple. Like, they always are together Mm -hmm. alone. It's never with anybody else, really. Yeah. Again, like, I'm also watching this as I'm like, uh, one of the main pieces of friction was that I kept trying to say to them, you know when you're like with someone for a while and you're like maybe we should do stuff with other people and then mm-hmm. it kind of blows up in your face a bit so I was watching this like oh god oh fucking hell mm. but she is also right that like yeah you can't really just exist the two of you forever because that's not that's yeah, not a relationship it just exists in a vacuum yeah, and I mean, it definitely it makes sense for a yeah. while, I think, when you're still getting to know each other, but it's kind of like, you have this whole group of friends, and that's a huge part of your oh. life, and it's not like they're completely separate parts of your lives, like, they can have overlap, and they probably should have overlap, yeah. and yeah, so she wa- she kind of just wants to, to get the feel for that, and this is the point where he says, oh, those people weren't, like, friends, they were just, like, acquaintances from work, Yeah, basically. he says they were colleagues, and- which I think is fair enough. Because, you know, you have, like, work friends and then you have your actual friends. And he says later uh-huh. on that, like, his friends are mostly in Europe. Uh, so he doesn't really have, like, people to uh-huh. hang out with over here apart from colleagues, which he probably doesn't actually have that much in common apart from work and her. And yeah. she's like, well, you're my friend. which, And he's like, you're not my friend. You're my lover. And I'm like, okay, you should be friends with the people that yeah, you're dating. Also, <laughs> like, again, I was like, flashbacks. <laughs> mm. God, it's very like, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. The way some people think of relationships yeah. is very weird. I can't imagine describing 
dating Matt and not also being like, yeah, you're also my friend too, like on like on top of like being my partner. Yeah, you kind of like, need to have the thing of like, okay, if if we couldn't if we couldn't have sex with each other, would we be friends? Mm-hmm. Like, would we get along otherwise? And if the answer is no, there's probably an issue there. Um, but yeah. also, I mean, we skipped over brunch. Oh, does not happen? Yeah, because I mean, they have that sort of conversation a bit more later, but they're also all their scenes are just like the same. I zone out on all of them. Yeah, yeah. they're all the same. So, it's just a repeat yeah. over and over. We have brunch, <laughs> and um, yeah. it's Miranda, Charlotte, and Samantha, and it's basically like Smith is in. Yeah, we talked about Smith in Tattletale, and how he's. It says that he is a homosexual. Yeah, because he's pictured with an older gay gentleman <laughs> yes. who's Stanford. Do they mention They mention Marcus, Marcus because he's right. like a Broadway dancer. So they mention that he was in Broadway yeah. and everything. And then they say an older gay gentleman. And like later on, Stanford is like, well, how would they even know I was gay? And he's wearing like a scarf and yeah. a matching, like his bow tie is matching to like his fedora. <laughs> It's it's very good, and the three girls who are there with him just like turn their heads and stare yeah. at him. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, they Samantha was cropped out of the picture, by the way, too. <laughs> yeah, it was just so real. It, I mean, maybe they thought she was a drag queen because she was wearing a wig, but they they should have said that. That would be funnier if they like said she, they were like and a drag queen for some like because I mean she just wear like quite ostentatious outfits and like she's wearing a wig, so it's like. Maybe she's some sort of performance artist or something. Um, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we'd probably get like a transphobic joke out of it. So I should be counting my blessings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And yeah, so Samantha's just cropped out and it's like, all right, so yeah. she's just not in it. Um, yeah. And but yeah, this kind of sucks because this is the point in the episode where they start you know, throwing around the yeah, they say a, a whole fucking bunch. whole bunch of this episode, don't they? It's 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 a they challenge. Sure do. It's a it's a lot, and it's like yeah, I don't know. It's mostly it's really mostly like women saying it, like straight women saying it, and it'd be one thing if it was like Stanford yeah. Anthony, if it was like gay men saying it, or at least gay people. Yeah, like I think Anthony says yeah. it once, but it's mostly yeah. Samantha. And a yeah. couple of the others. But it's weird. It's, yeah, because, like, the context is that um, people are, like, thinking that she's only with St- uh, Smith because they th- people mm-hmm. think he's gay now. And so they're like, oh, yeah, she's only just – she just hangs around with yeah. all these gay men. I, like, because at first Samantha is, yeah. is kind of – like, she laughs it off. She's like, oh, I'm a beard and a wig. She laughs it off as like, oh, okay, well, that means he's, like, actually getting famous now if the gay rumors are starting. Uh, But, you know, but yeah, later on, she's like, I don't want people to think, she wants people to think she's having, like, fucking good sex. And obviously you can't be doing that with someone if your sexuality is incompatible. Uh, Smith could also be bi, but also we know that doesn't exist. Oh yeah, of course that, this is impossible for that to be a thing at this point. Um, (laughs) No reason, no. Yeah, um, none at all. <laughs> um, uh, and it's just so yeah, it's just the three of them, and they're like, "Where's Carrie?" Right. 
Yeah, because Carrie's been kind of like mm-hmm. AWOL lately. She's, she just hasn't been hanging out as much. And so, um, but Carrie calls Charlotte on her cell. And uh, yeah, Sh- Charlotte makes it sound like it's been forever since they've seen her. Um, and this is, oh my God, this episode has so much feet shit. I swear <laughs> to God, it was made to curse me. Because first there was Miranda with her stupid subway feet. And then now there's fucking Batrovsky is massaging Carrie's feet as she's on yeah. the phone with them and I'm like can you it's not can not do lot. this like uh, yeah so she finds mm-hmm. and she's like oh ladies I'm so sorry I can't come out today it's just too cold uh, uh, she's, <laughs> she says it's too cold she's like oh it's too cold and you girls are uptown and I'm downtown at the Russians apartment so like I don't really want to put my clothes on and leave I'm I would yeah. uh, Miranda is like and give Miranda's- me the fucking phone because I would be going ballistic if this happened yeah. if I phone my if my friend if yeah. I had plans to see my friend and they were like oh I can't come out it's too cold like bitch you better have fucking cystic fibrosis like why you can't <laughs> that's not how that like you can't just be like it's cold like I'm sorry you need to have a an actual reason why you can't come out not yeah oh i don't want to go outside because my boyfriend's gonna rub my feet in front of the fire that's not a reason to not go outside disgusting (sighs) yeah and it's like i'm sorry but new york doesn't even get that cold like it can get cold yeah but okay it's not even snowing and it's not like there's even it's not like they're like, oh my god, it's like below 20 yeah. or whatever the fuck they say in Fahrenheit or whatever. But like, they're, it's not even like particularly cold though. Like, it looks like a fall day to me. So I'm kind of like grow up, but. I would say, um, I don't know. Yeah, also just like it seems, Miranda. Sh- it seems like there's maybe a wind. Like, it seems like we have a cold wind, which I think is the worst type of cold. However, um, I'm assuming she has a coat and like she takes the cab everywhere anyway, so why does it matter? It's not like she's on the train. Yeah. Yeah, no. and she's not walking everywhere. It doesn't make any sense. Especially since like part of it is that Miranda really wants yeah. Carrie to come out to Brooklyn to see her place. Which means she would have to take transport to get there. She's obviously yeah. not walking there. And it's like I don't know, it's just not like it's not that cold out. Carrie, shut the fuck up. Also, like yeah. just hang out with your friends. It just sucks when someone only Especially hangs out with when their you're boyfriend. Like thirty six, and like Samantha makes a point. She's not Samantha. Miranda makes a point. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this show in ages. I've forgotten everyone's names, but she makes the point that like she came out all the way from Brooklyn. The least she can do is just get a cab yeah. like across the fucking island. Like it's not. If Miranda can make it from Brooklyn, Carrie can make it down, like, uptown. It's just, it's, but she's yeah, like, oh, exactly. What? You're basically just mm. saying you don't want to come, which if you don't want to come, you don't want to come, but you can say that. Yeah. Yeah. She's a fucking baby. Um, and then Carrie goes home, like. It, she also she does leave the Russian's place because like the next scene well, is her going it, home because her column says, is oh, overdue. For four days, so she stays at his place for four days and then goes home. Like God, that reminds me of this tweet I saw yesterday that was like, "Lesbians will go on a date and then come back three days later." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, in my experience, that's true." Yeah. <laughs> and what about it? That sounds yeah. like a. And what about it? That's how I lost my N sixty four. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I mean, I. <laughs> 
I'm only bringing my N64 if I'm the staying for four with, days. I would say for me, um, the issue with being bi is like, I will date a man and they'll be like, right, time for you to go home. And I'll be like, excuse me? I want to move in. Like, like what? Um, <laughs> I'm like, my yeah. suitcase is outside. I'm moving. Yeah, like, what? Well, you know, you're I'm already moving in. We're adopting home? a cat. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, it's it's bad. Good. Like, I don't. I don't know, that's the only thing that crosses over. I'm not like, oh, let's have a threesome, which I think is what they want. I'm like, no, bitch, I'm moving in. We are having sex for three hours tonight. What's good? (laughs) I don't care. I don't care if you're – I don't care – you have higher <laughs> standards when you're not only attracted to men. Like when you are attracted to other genders, you just simply have higher standards yeah. for yourself. So exactly, I'm get like, it. I'm moving in. We are having sex again, and they're like, "Babe, my dick hurts," and I'm like, uh, I'm- "Like, honey, time for your four exactly. p.m. to clap." Do you need? I'm sorry. Do you need your dick to have sex with me? You don't. <laughs> you don't. It's getting exactly. a I'm a cock destroyer. Yeah. I- I will not apologize for that. Nope. Good. No. <laughs> you no, shouldn't. I really shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Carrie's definitely not bisexual. So she just – they've been dating for a while also. So they've just yeah. been hanging out for four days and she goes home. And so she has multiple messages on her phone. Uh, they're mm-hmm. all from Big and they're just like, call oh. me. Yeah. And like, she deletes them like, all. Oh. Carrie's your phone fucking broken. Like, after the first, like, the first one is like, mm, call me. Hey, Carrie. Hey, kid. It's me. And then after a, a couple, like, after a couple, he's like, is your phone fucking broken, bitch? He gets really mad. Yeah. And it's also, like, good for Carrie yeah. for deleting the messages. You'd think that this would be, like, we are coming to the end mm-hmm. of the show. This is Carrie demonstrating growth. Yeah, no. Good for her. No. But. No. No. This is just more, like, ding-dong reminder, Mr. Big still exists if you forgot about him. And I'm just, like, making just sad meme mm. face. Yeah, you're making, what is it, like, mm-hmm. Wojak, but exhausted and, like, with the bloodshot eyes yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that's me when i see big and hear big and i'm just like fucking we just can't catch a fucking no. break here so yeah <sighs> but that's that's it for now she's her column's overdue so she's supposed to write it and shit and uh but then we see that carrie goes to miranda's yeah, place after and she's telling her about how she'd lead big and like oh she'd be so proud of herself and like don't pat yourself on the back yet. You're not free until he's dead. <laughs> and he's not dead yet. So you don't congratulate yourself That's yet. That's like me when I tell my friends that I unfollowed a guy on Instagram. I'm like, it's over. I unfollowed him on Instagram. Um, and I'm, I've deleted his birth <laughs> chart off of my uh, astrology planner. It's over, girls. It's over. Um, but uh-huh. yeah, so she, <laughs> she tells her that. And they're like, she also starts talking about the Russian and how things are getting serious. But their main issue is that they don't have anything in common apart from the fact they fancy each other. Yeah, they like each other and they like hanging out with each other. And they clearly have enough to talk about that they can spend four days together and not feel awkward about it. But they don't have anything in common. So I guess that's an issue. Like, I don't know. I mean, you – like, I don't – think it's that unusual to date people that you're really different from no i don't think so i mean 
you, but, I guess you need to have some stuff in common. I think, like, yeah, yeah, you need to have like the trivial stuff. I don't think you need common. to have trivial stuff in common, really, for the foundation of relationship. I think just like your values and your personality should probably be have sort of like similar lines, I suppose. Um, but the fact, yeah. It's good if you can enjoy the same kinds of media so you can, like, go to a movie together and both want to see the same thing. Or, like, I don't know, like, I guess this isn't a thing for Carrie, but maybe you want to play the same video games as each other sometimes. Or, like, I don't know, stuff like that. Like, it's not necessary, but it's good to have some stuff in common. I mean, I guess I say that you don't have to have a lot in common, but I'm just thinking about, like, pretty much everyone I've ever dated has had like a lot of interests in yeah. common with me <laughs> in terms of like media and things like that but I don't know I don't they're know. both like creative people I don't think that's so they have that in common yeah and I'm also just thinking like okay what's yeah. new because like this is the same like this is her and Big had nothing in common. They have nothing they in common. They have nothing I'm like, in common he's in at all. Business. Like at least like Petrovsky's an artist, so it's like okay, we're both creative people. We both like we're both freelance. We both kind of work for ourselves. Like you have that in common. Yeah, and Petrovsky also isn't like emotionally holed up. Like he's able to express himself to her and in a way that's very different from how Big was. And so even if they don't have anything in common, like, interest-wise, at least they can still, like, just hang out together and have a good time. Yeah. So, and I don't think she has anything in common with, like, Aiden either. Like, what does Carrie even like other than, like, fashion? I don't know. She like, doesn't have any other interests. Like, I mean, I know she's gone to the opera or, like, the ballet before or something, and it seems to be something that Petrovsky's interested in, but then there doesn't seem to be anything that she, like, yeah. actually cares about. Because, I mean... And it would make I sense if she so. liked the ballet, I think. If she was like, oh, I like ballet and theatre because pretty clothes. Um, or just like, I'm in New yeah. York, I think. It's really, I like seeing theatre. I like seeing live theatre. There we go. That's a normal interest for a character to have. Um, and then maybe that's something yeah. Petrovsky likes too, so they can go to the theatre together. But I don't know. Karen yeah. doesn't seem to have any interest. She just goes to events to hobnob with people. Yeah, she kind of does. She doesn't really... She's probably one of those people who's just, like, really annoying to shop for for Christmas and stuff. Like, you know, when you have friends who, like, don't really like anything that intensely and you're just like, what the fuck Mm -hmm. am I supposed to do about this? Like, Give me your hyperfixations so I can just buy you shit. (laughs) Yes, let me know. You have to have some. And some people just don't. Some people are like, I feel pretty normal about all the things I like. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, But... Yeah, is there like what else even happens in the scene? I guess he's Steve dressed comes like home he's dressed he's like, like, like uh, Marlon Brando and on the waterfront. Like he has this pea coat <laughs> and like a little, uh, you know, those little like mini beanies, like those little fisherman beanies that like um, hipster guys wear that have like unwashed dicks and don't cut their pubes and ride bicycles and drink craft beer and have oh sailor tattoos. Those yeah. guys. Um, all uh-huh. my exes. Yeah. Um, he's wearing like that little hat and like a peacoat, like a double-breasted peacoat. And he's like, oh, hey, Miranda, Carrie. Uh, hey, girls, I got you a present. Cheesecake cannolis. Which, hey, I'd be down for. I want, I fucking want uh, that so bad. That sounds, sounds fucking, fucking good. good. My God. 
you know how hard it is to get good cannolis yeah, in London? It's, oh, yeah. I want this so bad. I haven't eaten dinner yet, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, fuck, I, I want this. I have eaten dinner, and I still want it. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, they... So, okay, before Steve comes in, Carrie also is just kind of like... What does she say? Or Well, she talks about how everything is really good, and then Miranda's just like, oh, thank God, I was starting to worry that you guys were perfect, and that me and Steve were like bad for not being as good as you two um but then miranda's also just like okay your thing isn't a problem like i don't ask steve about his job and he doesn't ask me about my job and i don't think he gives a shit about my job like there's plenty of things that we just talk about other than work so like you should just chill and uh we also at this point learn that well the only person who has met the russian so far is charlotte because she was with carrie like the very first time Mm -hmm. they saw him but, like, that's it. No one else has met him No, yet. so she sort so. of says, like, oh, you know, maybe we should, like, maybe you guys should meet him. And, uh, you know, she wants Miranda to meet him. She's like, I want you to meet my Russian. Okay. 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 His defining like- <laughs> characteristic is that he's Russian. He's Russian, so his personality is so different from all the Americans on the show, and he's very artistic. I, I don't know if and this is, like, a difference between... Yeah? I don't know if this is a difference between, like, a European's idea of a Russian, because they kind of blend in, like, oh, he's Russian, but also the American idea of, like, Europeans. And I'm saying that with air quotations because I feel like a lot of the time Americans yeah. be like, oh, in Europe, everyone's like this. Oh, in Europe, in Europe, in Europe. Um, as if it's not a fucking continent. Yeah. Um, which I would also say Americans do yeah. with like every continent, but we won't get into that. Um, oh, yeah. A big time. Big time. It's like, it's a <laughs> continent full of hundreds of, like, not hundreds, but like dozens of countries. Um dozens of countries that have a lot of the time been at war against each other and so you can imagine there are a lot of cultural differences between them Uh, Um, (laughs) so yeah and especially russia but i mean yeah she it is very much that is really what it is like it's very like oh he's european he doesn't seem to me at least he doesn't seem very cold i don't yeah, he yeah. seems very caring. He maybe like he. There was the one episode where he kind of expressed his feelings mm. that one but way. But that was more blunt than cold. But that was. It wasn't that he didn't care. Yeah, it was that he was just being very blunt, which can also be explained by English not being his first language. Like, and he speaks a bunch of languages, so it's not really a surprise if he just says some things quite bluntly. Uh, but he, mm-hmm. yeah, he doesn't come across as like cold or this kind of like stereotypical russian in the slightest like he just happens to be russian um he's right ra- to me yeah. at least i'm like oh he's very romantic um he does seem to be quite open like he keeps his he keeps a lot of stuff private like he doesn't really talk about like his daughter or his work from what we see however yeah. we don't see that much of their relationship but carrie's like oh he's so cold he's my russian like I don't know. I'm just mm-hmm. expecting Vladimir but Putin like, to fucking come in. Like, that, that's not what he's like at all. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like when she asked him about his daughter, yeah. he opens up about it. Like, he's not like, he's not like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to talk about it. I'm very closed off. Like, he's very, he's just very, like, romantic and kind of, he's an yeah. older guy too, which I think is part of the thing. She she interprets a lot of it as cultural. And like, that's definitely possible. They grew mm. up in very different worlds. But also it's kind of like, 
I don't know. He's just like an older person that could also influence like why he's more of a romantic person versus like someone who just wants to like fuck someone and then leave yeah, them. Yeah, and it also seems like he's lived a life and he's ready to just kind of settle down more. But I don't know, you could make him Italian yeah. or British or Russian and like nothing would really change. But his whole personality seems to be they make it in the show, or at least Carrie seems to make it. Like, him being Russian is a big part of his personality. And, like, obviously, your nationality yeah. makes a big part of your character. Like, where you grew up is a big part of who you are. But mm-hmm. also, at the same time, like, he could very easily be French and, like, nothing would change. Especially since they go to Paris. They go to Paris at the true. fucking end of the season. Like, he could yeah. have easily just been fucking French. <laughs> and maybe they just got Mikhail Baryshnikov and they were like, great, make him Russian. Yeah, I feel like that's probably yeah. what happened because they were probably like, well, he needs mm-hmm. to be foreign yeah, or something like that. And like, I guess the thing about Russia compared to like Italy is it does seem more like, I don't, I don't want to use the word no. exotic <laughs> because yeah. that's, I hate that word, but also just like, it, I guess it's more mm-hmm. foreign than something like Italy to someone like Carrie who, who is somewhat familiar with I guess yeah, a little guess bit more of the culture New of like, York, like Italy or something. Sort of the area of New York she's in. Like, yeah. Italian Americans at least have made a big mark on the culture as opposed to like Russian Americans or Russian immigrants, even though there's probably, I would yeah. assume the numbers probably aren't that different wildly, but I don't know. She's like, oh, he's my, mm-hmm. he's my Russian. And I mean, when yeah. I did an American guy, I like jokingly called him the American or my American or just the Yank or my mum's favorite, the Septic, which is um, <laughs> Cockney rhyming slang for American. Um, yeah, but <laughs> like that. that was kind of take the piss out of this this show with her. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. It's just, yeah, it's weird to me. I need to rant about it for a bit. But that's kind of it. And mm-hmm. then Carrie goes back to his place and he doesn't want to talk about work. And this where he's like, oh, those weren't my colleagues. Those weren't my friends. They were my colleagues. And this is where she suggests that, like, mm-hmm. he should meet her friends. And he's, set, you know, he's like, oh, I don't have any friends in New York. And she's like, well, you have me and I have friends. And I had, um, yeah. like, a That's So Raven style flashback. To when I said the exact same thing yeah. to the guy I was dating, and he was like, I don't have any friends Ugh. over here. And I was like, oh, well, you have me, and I have friends, so why didn't, why didn't I introduce you to my friends? Yeah. And uh-huh. guess what? Didn't go well. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Yes. But... Uh-huh. And on the flip side, the Russian, so Petrovsky is like, oh, well, I would love to meet your fantastic friends. That sounds great. I'll be able, I'll come and do that on Sunday. And also, you can work on your column on my yeah. fancy computer. She's like, oh, my God, and your fancy computer. And he's like, yeah. Um, so she gets to work on it. And he has like three screens, which is a bit, it's like, whoa, super gamer. The, real it's like real gamer, gamer setup. Um but it's like they're they're all three monitors are mm-hmm. attached to each other. Like it's like three screens all attached, kind of at like a slight angle to each other. And Carrie is just writing a fucking word document. So this is so extra. Like this is so unnecessary. Um, but then she starts writing her question, which is like, without sharing worlds, can even the hottest relationships run cold? And then somehow she hits something that makes the word cold become huge, and it takes up the entire middle screen. 
line. Do you, do you get it? Get this it? is cold. Question mark? Where did the other words go? Uh, How did this happen? I've been using word processors for like well over half my life, and I have never had this happen to me before. I don't know what she no, did. This my is so dad stupid. has two computers. He's not a gamer, but he is extra. And he has like two mm-hmm. like monitors. Um, I also, I am a dumb bitch. I still think that like the computer is the monitor. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You're so valid. Yeah, I mean, I think of it that way too. The, I think of it that way, but the thing is I haven't had a desktop computer in years like I haven't since like my parents had one for a long time I don't even know if they still do and my dad has a desktop computer but it's like not it's like his personal computer and like I haven't personally used a desktop computer in so long so I kind of feel the same way I look at it and I'm like oh the computer but like the box is the computer but like like, fuck that just left decoration the computer is in the screen I (laughs) 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 I'm the dumbest bitch alive and I love it um but like it's good i don't know how that shit works i don't want to know because as soon as i know i'm gonna get uglier um so i'm just like you know i'm gonna get i'm either gonna turn into a fucking like hot gamer twitch like cat girl with the fucking headphones that have cat ears on them or i'm gonna turn into pewdiepie and look ugly so i don't want to know i don't want to (laughs) know bitch i don't want to know how that shit works um that's fair it's like Cold. that's fair and it's very dramatic yeah um, no shit yeah it's a lot and carrie's like oh how do i fix it i don't know how to do anything on computer which makes sense i guess in this case because literally no. i have no idea how you do this so i don't I know think how to it undo makes sense it that, like carrie but, just knows how to like she knows how to type shit and email stuff and that's it she doesn't use a computer for anything else maybe googling every now and again yeah it. she's basically george yeah. R. R. martin but about sex it instead takes of a slightly fantasy. less time to write something as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is true she does I, make her deadlines she makes usually. her deadlines most of the time as opposed to like postponing them for literally like a decade now whatever the fuck yeah we should get carrie to write I, the winds of winter do a better job I, i'm kind of like i, I don't <laughs> i have not even read these books and i'm like george what else are you doing what else are you no doing? Idea. Get a no fucking ghostwriter. Just get someone else to help you write it. Like, you could do that. This is true. He does have you enough money to do this Get a ghostwriter. Like, like yeah. George, what else are you it. fucking doing that you can't write this book? Like, you can have people help you do that. Like, <laughs> I get that. Yeah, it's been a fucking decade. It's been like a decade since The Dance with Dragons. to help people write books. They're called ghostwriters. You, they're yeah. called personal assistants. Like, who is the motherfucker? Yeah. Who is this goddamn editor? Can you imagine? Can you imagine me? Oh, they've, they're pissed. Can they're pissed. They hate it. <laughs> they are, yeah. No, they're, uh, they are smoking fucking they, 20 cigarettes yeah. a day. Yeah. Prayers to Basically. them. So am I. Because I saw Brooks made this tweet the other day that was a poll that was like, what do you think is going to come out first, the winds of winter or a COVID, COVID vaccine? vaccine. <laughs> and I my, I had I had an aneurysm. No, I actually voted the winds of winter. But <laughs> that's how, how that's how I'm currently feeling about the state of the, you know, <laughs> world yeah. and the virus. I was like, this is never going to come out. He's going to die first. <laughs> but 
it's still gonna come out before the COVID vaccine. I mean, I feel so. bad for him because everyone's like, "Oh, you're gonna die before you fucking finish your series, motherfucker." And like, I guess he probably feels bad about that, but also he has plenty of options. He is kind of like too rich yeah. for me to really feel bad for saying it when like I'm like George, you're literally stuck just, in your house right now. Yeah. What else are you doing? Yeah, and he's writing these long Don't write blog the fucking posts. Blog post. And then he wrote this entire Just book the about book. the fuck. Yeah, he writes he he wrote that entire book about the Targaryens yeah. and I'm just like, "George, I am <laughs> telling you there is not a single family I care about less than this one." Right? At all. I, please. When I can't please. sleep sometimes, I will um listen to like a family history of the Targaryens because it gets too confusing. My brain just shuts off because it'll be like <laughs> Sam and so is the uncle of the aunt of the niece of the nephew of the brother, sister, wife. And I'm like, cool. Adios. I'm going to sleep forever now. And it works. I'm like, I don't care about these fucking blonde twinks. I, I, I can't care anymore. But like, I can't like, care about them I either. Don't I don't give a shit. shit about them. Oh my God. The magical people in your book are all yeah. blonde with light colored eyes. Okay. Yeah, and then I'm supposed to feel, like, emotions about the fact that sometimes they do wild shit and sometimes they're normal, and I'm like, oh my God, I don't they're monarchs. care. I'm supposed me to, I'm to give a fuck about a monarch. I don't give a shit. They're all inbred and they can die. I feel the same way as I do about the real monarchy. They're all inbred and I fucking hate them. Yeah. This is true. It's like George. This is true. Just write the fucking book. Just write the Carrie could do this. George, fucking hire someone to write it for you. Just do that. Mm -hmm. Just tell someone else what you want and just get them to write it for you. It's not that fucking difficult. Yeah. Carrie would write The Winds of Winter and she would change the title to The Cold War and she would just make it a lot simpler. That would make more sense. (laughs) It would. It's cold. It's going to be winter. Uh, George R. R. Martin, hire Stephen King to write your book for you. I fucking dare you, pussy motherfucker. Because you know what? It would get done in like a year. It would get. It would get done. This is true. Stephen King does write. Fucking year? Are you kidding me? Like, okay, there would probably Mm -hmm. suddenly, you know, there'd be like a lot with Samwell because you know, writers have to. Everyone would suddenly become a writer in fucking like because that's all Stephen King can write. However, it would get done. It get done. This is true. Exactly. This is true. Say what you like about <laughs> Stephen King. He kind of is like trash, but he gets shit done. He does yeah. write many books and, and he finishes many, them. He, that is he something he does. And they're like serviceable at least. Yeah. At least yeah. they're like, this is fine. At best, it's like, oh, classic. This would make a good movie. And at worst, they're okay. Hmm. Yeah. You'd think George would have a fire under his ass after the show was so bad that he has to be like, fuck, I promise right? it's not this bad, guys. Like, I, I promise mean, it's going to be better like, than this. I mean, like, a ton of breaks <laughs> and he was like, oh, no one's going to want to fucking read my book. When it's the opposite, like, everyone's going to want to read your book because the show was bad. Unless it does end the same yeah. way as the book, just with more filler. And he's like, oh, fuck, i got to change everything now. I feel like it's going to end pretty similar to the show, but the difference is that the character motivations will make more sense because he, like, builds in the characterization a long time in advance instead of just being, like, (laughs) a bell rang and then 
and then Danny burned everyone in the entire city because she went she crazy went mode. She went sicko mode. So, <laughs> yeah, she went sicko uh, mode. And, like, Brown and... doesn't become the king because, <laughs> specifically because he's disabled. And then we all start yeah. chanting yeah. about how he's fucking disabled. And everyone in the, like, king's moot or whatever the hell it is is not, like... Oh yeah, um, it's super sick that like the North are entirely in control of our fucking country. None of us would have any reason to want to succeed. It's very weird that they would make the North independent yeah. at that point when it it doesn't make any no. sense. But like, yeah, I'm gonna be pissed off if I read the last book if it ever comes out and Tyrion he, doesn't he, die. He, he be so pissed sucks, off, dude. Like he is the worst. He's he worst. fucking sucks. I just want Ariel yeah. Martell to be happy because, um, reading her character description, I'm like, oh, this is literally me. She fucking. She's, she's so like, good. I love her. I'm like, oh, she's got brown eyes and brown hair and big brown teeth with brown nipples, and she's smart and sexy. I'm like, this is me. So I just want her to be okay. <laughs> Me too. I sure hope she yeah. is because she's fucking good she's as like, shit. Oh, I'm so. just gonna sit in my tower mm-hmm. and fuck dudes, and I'm like, good for you, sis. <laughs> good for you, and good for you for not being adapted into the Queen show. Shit. Queen she's shit. like, I'm, this is below my pay grade, so no, thank you. Um, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> welcome to post Game of Thrones. Maybe that's what we yeah. should do. Maybe that's what we <laughs> should do. Sex 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 we just watch Game of Thrones. God, post 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 Game of Thrones. PP God. PP God. (laughs) Okay, so watch. No. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I I could do it. I don't have the strength. Like, watch Game of Thrones and then, like, listen to P God and then talk about it. Like, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like fun. I don't know if I can do that every week. No, say what you want about <laughs> men, but Brooks and Eddie really did watch the entire show. <laughs> we stand. They're on the list. I, you know that, like, have you seen that meme going around? It's like, name three men you'd be comfortable with standing in an elevator. And I was always, like, blanking on it, but now I think about it, I'm like, Brooks, Eddie, Matt, beef in the sink. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. That would be my choice, I think, of three men. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what, Bruce and Eddie are on that list. Men you would trust with your drink. I'm like, here you go, boys. That's yeah. that's it. I, yeah, for I, sure. say I don't trust a lot of men, but I'm like, you boys did watch that, all of it, and somehow made it through. And for that, high praise. Yeah. Yeah. Praise. Okay. Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah, next. Uh, yes, we. Then we go to Sam. She's getting her nails did. She's okay. This was the third foot crime yeah. this episode because she's getting her feet massaged because she's getting a pedicure. And it's just like you see a close up of her feet getting massaged. And I'm like, who directed this episode? It is on site. Like, I'm, I'm going to fucking look, kill you. It might have been Quentin Tarantino. Um, we don't know. It might have been hip, him we under just a don't know. perhaps. Mm. Maybe. But she she's sitting there getting her feet massaged, and she overhears these people saying, oh, I can't believe Smith is gay. I thought he was d- dating Samantha Jones. And then they, they're yeah. dropping the F slur here. And Samantha's like, oh, I'm like, she doesn't say anything to the woman, but she's very, like, offended that they think that she and Smith are just, like, yeah, pretending to, to be dating. <laughs> That's not what offends her. It's... That, like, Samantha would possibly yeah. not be having hot, sexy sex with Smith because he is gay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's 
now she's mad about it. Now she's mad. Also, this might actually be directed by Quentin Tarantino under a pseudonym because Samantha does wear an Afro wig and they make a Jackie Brown reference later. So, question mark. This is true. Um, then we go to the dog. Mm. Sh- At least a fan. A fan. <laughs> um likes to say slurs too like this whole script is just like really seems to be written like very tarantino-esque <laughs> very tarantino-esque just like i want to have people saying slurs who aren't the people yeah. who get to say them and i'm also going to be in the episode myself uh-huh, saying it's the slurs because i'm playing a character don't worry about it i think yeah if you have mm. to show like a film bro any episode of sex and sea this is the one because it's the most tarantino-esque uh Mm-hmm. But then we yeah. go to the dog show that Charlotte was talking about, and Samantha is there when she's sitting in the crowd with Charlotte and Miranda, and she's like, "Efsla, how could they say that? You know, they were parents." Mm-hmm. So like, she's upset. These women were saying like, "Samantha Jones, I thought she had the best sex in New York City." Blah 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 blah, and she's like, "How could anyone say that I wasn't having good sex and that I wasn't dating a, a, a sexy man who wants to have sex with me? What the fuck?" Mm-hmm yeah and they're just kind of like okay and this is also the part where um stanford is like why would they assume i was gay why would they assume (laughs) i was gay older gay gentleman and he's like well at least marcus got a shout out apparently marcus got a bunch of auditions from like the photograph which is good but um stanford doesn't seem to be happy about that he's just mad they didn't say his name and assumed he was gay yeah i guess like he doesn't, he's not, like, done anything, like, Broadway where anyone would yeah. know his name. I think. But, like, and also, like, the last time we saw them together, wasn't Stanford, like, yeah, we haven't had sex in ages, we're just not very, like, yeah, happy I mean, right now. Dance. It was on the gay prom, and then they did dance together. So, I guess. Right. I don't know. I guess that means they're back together. But, like, I think, doesn't Stanford work in PR or something? Like, I think he's, like, a talent agent or something. Like, he does stuff, like, behind the scenes. So, I guess... Yeah, probably. I I guess it's, like, they they wouldn't wouldn't know his his name, name, But, like, because they cut out Samantha. I feel like anyone who would know who Samantha was would probably know who Stanford is. Because I I remember him... That makes sense. I I vaguely remember him dating, like, a an underwear model that he had under his employ. So I think he might be like a model, mm. like talent scout or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they, yeah, they were like some kind of fake he, job, yeah, some job, which like real people don't have. But if you are, I mean, if you are a modeling scout listening to this, uh, please check out my Instagram. I am very photogenic. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, he's not really anyone you would need to put into like a gossip rag. Maybe in, like, if I open up my yeah. copy of, I do have a subscription to Vogue, uh, but if you open up my copy of Vogue, they'll probably have like, designers and, like, talent people, and they'll have them named in it, uh, but not really, Yeah. not in, like, a gossip rag. Yeah, no, so, no, yeah, that they're, they're talking about that, and they also seem pissed off that, like, this dog show is lasting forever, which they do. I've never actually been to a dog show, so I have no idea how long they are. But whenever Crufts is on, because they show it on television over here, um, I can't remember Mm -hmm. which, I think it's the Westminster, because they mention like the Westminster dog show, I think that is Crufts, like Crufts is the nickname, like the Oscars are for the Academy Awards, and whenever that's Mm -hmm. on, 
my mum and I will like not watch all of it, but like watch a bit of it every now and again. Like because it's it's mm-hmm. doggies. They're very cute. They're doggies. They're, do- they're so cute. They yeah. were really cute we'll watch this it, one. Like, it, the <sighs> Westminster Dog Show lasts for like a week. Like it's a long, yeah. and I think it's like all day, pretty much. Like it's a long fucking thing, and they televise a lot of it, but still, and it's like a, a lot because they have to like show them around, and then certain like the certain breeds of dogs have like obstacle courses and stuff, like in Nintendogs, um, which I, when yeah. uh, when I actually started watching crafts, I was like, oh my god, Nintendogs is real. Um, I <laughs> love that. <laughs> Basically, it's just like Nintendogs. And they have, you know, the voiceover people. They don't have as much sexual tension as they do in Nintendogs. But mm, yeah, okay. so like, it does last a long time. Like, those things are like all day, which I think only. So yeah. you'd only really go if you like really gave a shit about dogs. If you just thought dogs were cute, you'd get bored very easily. It's like the one. Yeah, and you, you just, just watch, watch it on TV, TV. And then when you get yeah. bored, you just turn it over and watch something else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, we go yes. backstage behind the, and we see Elizabeth the Taylor. Scenes, we see Elizabeth Taylor behind the scenes, behind the curtain. Uh, yeah, she's getting yeah, groomed. And, I mean, Charlotte's like, I think she has a real shot. Like, because her whole thing, well, because the owner says, her previous owner is like, oh, she never won because one of her legs was slightly shorter than the other, which sounds to me like mm-hmm. a reason that a dog wouldn't win at a show. Obviously, it doesn't mean mm-hmm. a dog. All dogs are perfect. Um, but like, if they're judging them based, first of all, I don't know if we're judging dogs. Same way I disagree with pageants, particularly like child pageants. I'm like, all children are perfect. All dogs are perfect. Why are we judging them? Um, but I get it. Like that would be a reason why you wouldn't win a dog show. But Charlotte's just like, yeah. oh no, she just needs more encouragement, which isn't what they judge the dogs on. Like, they're, they're yeah. graded specifically for, like, shows and shit. Yeah, they very much are. Which, like, at first, I was con- – so, like, the part of the main conflict here is that, like, Elizabeth Taylor gets her period. And I was like, why the fuck yes. is this dog not spayed? And then I was like, right, because, like, show dogs probably do a lot of breeding for, like, yeah. the genetics and yeah, shit. That's, but yeah. yeah, they're, like, literally bred. But also I was like, if you're having her as a pet, like, she should be spayed. Yes, absolutely. No. Like, it doesn't make any sense to not, especially if you're going to take it around mm-hmm. other dogs ever, which you should if you're taking it, like, outside of your apartment, which obviously you have yeah. to do. But, yeah, she, she gets her – Yeah. She, well, she goes into heat. She gets a dog period, and um, which I always found funny because I'm like, oh, she's like a, you know, like the phrase like, oh, like a bitch in heat. But also, she's bleeding. She's bleeding at her yeah. pussy. She's got a period. You don't want to fuck when you're in your period. You just want to. She's well. Sometimes baby. you do. Sometimes you're just like yeah. chaotic, and you're like, fuck me. I need to fucking kill people. Like I want blood. You know. Sometimes you're just like. <laughs> That's what periods yeah. are like. Sometimes you just want to kill people. This is true. Sometimes you want to kill people. Sometimes you want to just have that dick look like it was a sword that slayed your pussy. And yeah, yeah it makes some rosé <laughs> sauce. I mean, I have had period sex. And it was after I found out that you can apparently use period sex for blood magic. So I was like, interesting. You're telling me I can do blood <laughs> and sex magic on my period? And I'm going to see the boy mm. I like place. Fabulous. 
I was like, oh no, I forgot to tell you. I'm on my period. So just let me have to. Do you want to? Have you heard of sex magic? Have you ever read Alistair Crowley's book, Sex Magic? Um, <laughs> I have not, but I would be. That would be incredible. Would be, if I your mean, I know had. I found the one when they're like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But she's, that's true. <laughs> so she's on a period. And obviously that would be an issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like you can tell. It's not like the fucking dog can be like, oh, my nipples are sore. My period's coming. It's a dog. Yeah, this is true. I've never had to think about this before because any dogs that my parents ever got from like puppy age were always males. And the female dogs we've ever had were spayed like before we got them, I think. And so I've just never had to think about this before. I've never like owned a dog I mean, I had a, I had a dog when I was younger, but like I don't really remember it, and I'm sure she was spayed. Um, so mm-hmm. I think, I think my mum probably knew people who like had dogs in dog shows, from what I remember, but I didn't ask her about this. From what I can imagine, mm-hmm. though, I don't. Yeah, it's not like she can wear a fucking tampon. It's not like she can go on birth control and be like oh yeah Put let me schedule uh, my bleed for the week after this actually like i'll just keep taking my pill for a week longer so i don't get my period on this big event like you can't do that it's a fucking dog <laughs> so what are yeah. you gonna do deduct points and like you said like they can't have a spade okay. if she's gonna be yeah. a dog like a pedigree dog and bred for dog shows then yeah she would be bred to have puppies so They'd wanted to have puppies, yeah. so they wouldn't have her spayed until at least after she'd had puppies. Yeah, that would make sense. Although I can't, like, this, it's weird that, that Charlotte adopted her and wasn't like, yeah, you know, I'm probably not going to breed her, so I'm just going to, like, yeah. have her spayed right now and then just just not have to worry about it. Because, like, if your dog does end up getting pregnant, like, it's different, too, when you have a female dog because it's just, like, like, I, I really hate it when mm-hmm. people don't get their dogs neutered, but it makes a yeah. little bit more sense. <laughs> I guess. And I like, guess. I don't know. Is um, she, even if she was, like, I feel like it would still make sense. She was like, oh, this is a pedigree dog, so, like, maybe I'll have her have some puppies, and then I'll get, like, so, you know, you could yeah. go on and sell the puppies or something with someone, but then you would still need to go yeah. through, like, pedigree like owners and stuff to get her pregnant and then to split the proceeds or whatever for the puppies because i mean that's that's just yeah, thing if you're like all right you're gonna make plenty of money if you have her have puppies and then you sell the puppies whatever the fucking shady ethics of that is but like it's a pedigree dog <laughs> you know and also she got it for free yeah a pedigree dog she did get it for free and as long as you can afford bonkers. to just buy the fucking dog, like, okay. It, there's a lot, no, there's a lot of shady dog ownery going on with this whole storyline, which is, yeah. Um, this is true. <laughs> but, I do love, though, that Anthony is like, what are you going to do? Find a teeny tiny tampon for her? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I love it. And then just like the tiny string hanging out. The tiny little string, it'd be so funny. funny. It'd be great. It'd be cute. And, but yeah, she has a period, so she has to do the show with her period. And like, Charlotte comes around and do the little walking thing with her. And she's kind of like pushing her along, like, okay, you know, if we don't stop for too long, you won't notice the blood. And I guess none of the other dogs there are male, so they're not freaking out about anything. And then there's the judging. Yeah. 
And Charlotte gets narrowed down uh, because the judge has a crush on her. Yeah, like just thinks she's really pretty. I get which, it, like, but, like, I get it. Now of the ju- like, I think there are multiple judges for this shit. Anyway, um, and then they mm-hmm. win because Charlotte's the prettiest pretty girl. Yeah, yeah. Basically, this kind of sounds like how rich yeah, people sports true. work. So there's like makes a point of like how blue blooded she is and like how I guess how like waspy and American she is. Yeah, even though the dog like bleeds on her shoe, which makes no sense. No. Physics. No. Physics wise. Like, I have no idea how the trajectory of this blood worked to land yeah, on her she's boot. Like, but like, anyway. Elizabeth Taylor is on a podium. Yeah. It's. Yeah. No. <laughs> it doesn't make any um, sense. And then Anthony starts hitting on this, like, massive buff guy, like, security guard. And then this other guy comes up to Samantha and he's like, oh, Samantha. Um, I hear you're going <laughs> out with that Smith Jared guy. Uh, what, what's his number? And Samantha's like, oh, yeah, we're dating. Uh, so he's seeing someone. And he's like, no, that's so funny. No, tell me, what's his number? Because he is a homosexual. And Samantha is furious. Yeah, no. she doesn't like it. So the very next thing that happens is that Samantha decides to film a sex tape uh, <laughs> with Smith to get rid of all the rumors. And so they have it set up so he's, like, taking her from behind. And she's just, like, wearing this, like, diamond yes. bra. Like, it's, like, this it's like incredible i mean if i was um, gonna do a sex tape yeah. and i knew it like i was like i'm gonna do a sex tape and this is gonna be released to the public i'm gonna wear yes i'm gonna wear a diamond bra i'm gonna wear the nicest mm-hmm. like lingerie that i can find i'm gonna look the sexiest as i possibly can i don't know if i necessarily want to be like doggy style though yeah, I guess the idea with that is you, you can see, see both of their both faces, of their faces very, very clearly. clearly. I suppose that is it. And she says, "Yeah, make sure that you say, oh, Samantha Jones, I love having sex with you, Samantha Jones.'" Yes, which sounds so <laughs> natural and normal I to say during say sex. Their but full name when I every time I've ever had sex with someone, yeah. they said our full names twice <laughs> in the same sentence. Yeah. And yes, how much you I love could, fucking I them. I could fuck you forever, Samantha Jones. Yes. Normal <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> but it, it's good. Uh, and then, yeah, then we go out for drinks with the girls, and this is where Samantha has her yeah. Afro wig. Oh, wait, no, we skipped over the... Never mind, I skipped over the part where Elizabeth Taylor is in the park. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she's at the park and she gets gangbanged. Gangbanged? Um, yeah. It basically... <laughs> Because Harry's like, oh, let her go play with the other dogs. And as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, fuck no. Oh, fuck. Are you kidding me? You're no way. Like, you know what just happened. Like, Charlotte's like, okay, well, I'll let let her go play with the other dogs. And then it is like a montage of all these dogs barking and running over to Elizabeth Taylor being like, I gotta get Mm -hmm. my fix. Uh, And that's basically the scene. Yeah, and they... They, like, she gets gangbanged. She gets a train run on her. Like, all the dogs fuck her. And you know what? Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. And what's about it? And what about <laughs> it? It's good shit for yeah. Elizabeth Taylor. Charlotte is like, oh, my God, how could this have possibly happened? And I'm like, you, you are so stupid. When she's in heat in a dog park, what do you think was going to happen? Like, it'd be yeah. one thing to, like, but, walk her around okay. the neighborhood, like, with a leash on and make sure she stays away from other dogs. But it's in a dog park and she's mm-hmm. off her leash. Like, 
and there's all these dogs around and they all start sniffing her and they all start fucking. So she's obviously definitely going to be pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Like, she's got to be. Yeah. And, like, Harry doesn't really do anything to stop it. He kind of is just like, no, stop it. And <laughs> But, like, he doesn't pull the dog away or anything like that. And, like, the number of dogs involved here is, like, yes. almost comical. Because it's, like, there must be, like, 30 dogs in this shot. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's a lot of dogs, and they're, like, surrounded by, like, him, and he's trying to pull them off and everything, and obviously, it, it doesn't work. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, good for, good for that's her. That's what I say. I say, then, do you know what? You're a free woman. In the words of Lady Gaga, you're a free woman. I mean, I know she's a dog, but she can do what she yeah. likes. Yeah. This is true. Um... Then that's where we go for the girls having drinks where Samantha has the Afro wig because the first thing Miranda says is, I can't believe Elizabeth Taylor got bang- yes. gang banged in the park. And uh, then Carrie gets a call and her cell phone ID, the caller ID just says Russian. <laughs> it doesn't have his name. It says no, Russian on it's it. not like Alexander. It's not Petrovsky. It's not like even a heart emoji. It's just Russian. And yeah. she picks it up and she's like, hello. Yeah. And he's like, he says he can't come tonight because he's he's stuck working. And, uh, you know, and then like, oh, no, it's a shame. And he sends, he orders a bottle of champagne for them. Um, So it seems like it's not like, it's not in bad spirits or anything. He just needs to work. And he's in one of those moods. If you date an artist, they're in, they're in creative moods and they just need to work sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really seem like it's not like big where he's just like, oh fuck, I couldn't <clears throat> be fucked to come or something. It's like he genuinely has like a, yeah. a really close deadline, and like the creative process is very much not like, well, I just have to work for a long time and it'll get done and I can finish early. It's like you a lot of the time just have no mm-hmm. idea what the fuck you want to do, so you're just like take like at the last minute have to get a bunch of stuff done. So like I don't really think that this no. is too unheard of. Like I do think maybe he could have told her a little bit beforehand. He probably because he probably like, knew that he'd be busy. But also, I'm just being mean yeah. because it's what happens when you date artists. And they're like, oh, I just need to focus on my work. <laughs> oh, I'm so busy working. I can't see you. I need to work. You know. Yeah. I'm just being mean this mm-hmm. episode. <laughs> oh, I'm so, so fucking valid. valid. I'm it. sorry. I can't stop myself. Uh-huh. But yeah, he orders. I think that and was you shouldn't. Fuck that guy. Um, but he orders a bottle of champagne for the girls, and they're like, "Oh, you know, it's a shame, but another time." And I guess yeah. they're all fine with it for a bit. And um, Carrie, <sighs> Carrie does some fucking bullshit here. Bad idea. She, I hate this. This, this is, is such dumb crap. Idea. She's like, "Oh, why don't we just go to his place anyway?" Yeah, she's like, I've got a key to his place. We could just go and stop by and have a real quick quick meetup. And he always tells me to be more spontaneous. So, like, let's be spontaneous. And they're all, like, kind of drunk at this point, too. Uh, So they show up at his place and Carrie's, like, drunkenly knocking on the door, like, banging on it. And he's just, like, he answers and he's just, like, I told you I was working. And he's, like, very serious and she's just, like, very bouncy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she's like mm-hmm. very bouncy, and um, he's obviously working like on his art, and he doesn't seem very happy. And he, 
well, she introduced them to the girls, and Samantha is also wearing this, like, fucking afro wig and, like, an orange cape, which is a bold look. Um, I, I don't, I cannot say I love the afro wig, but we'll go with it for now. Um, and... <laughs> yeah. Like, he doesn't seem very impressed. I mean, he's working, and, like, he doesn't want to fucking talk to people. Because as much as I, like, rag on the fact that, like... He's an artist. Like he is, it's the creative process. It's the creative process. Like you don't necessarily want to fucking interact with people. If you don't want to interact with people, you don't want to interact with people. So yeah, and it's a process to be a host. Like hosting people is kind of exhausting. And if you're already really busy with other stuff, you really don't want to be like entertaining other people or anything like that. And even if you kind even if they are kind of like not mm-hmm. expecting you to do much, it's still like you have to be there and feel like you're not a yeah. shitty person, like a shitty host. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And it'd be one thing if Carrie called him and gave him the heads up at least. Or asked if it was okay. Yeah, but yeah, they, they just show, show up. up. And yeah. it gets very awkward and he's he says like, oh lovely to meet you ladies and then goes back inside. And they all kind of make excuses yeah. to leave um as you would expect yeah miranda makes another cold war ref well just not even cold war reference but she's like steve's gonna think i've defected Ugh, wh- why and it's like literally this is so shoehorned yeah. but okay and mm-hmm. yeah so she goes back to so we follow miranda and she goes back to her place and steve is in bed and she says, she like kisses him and she's like, I love you for loving my friends and for bringing me cannoli. And she's all saying all this stuff that she loves about him. And they fuck. They fuck. He was just lying in bed reading a book about plumbing and then he yeah. laid his own pipe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good for him, I guess. And then she, Miranda, I guess, couldn't sleep. So she goes on her computer and she finds, uh, like the sex tape that Samantha made, it's been posted, and she watches a bit of it, and it's very awkward and not very sexy. Yeah, it's it's a lot, and Samantha Miranda watches it for a bit longer than I would have yeah. expected her to. She like stares at it for like a full thirty seconds, and then instead of closing the window, she just closes mm-hmm. her laptop. It's gonna be there when you open it again. Yeah, like does she, no. do you not know how laptops work? Hmm. Yeah, Fair. It, it's a it's a lot, and she's traumatized, and I guess that breaks her habit of wanting to look at gossip magazines. Like, I guess I do love that this like this sex tape just was in this gossip magazine like website that just popped up, like as if that's something that would get published in a gossip magazine. Yeah. I don't <laughs> but, know. I've never. Uh, I, yeah, I guess this is back when, like, sex, like, celebrity sex tapes were, like, a big deal, and obviously this is before people were like, mm, I guess maybe if stuff is released without consent, we shouldn't post it, and, like, Samantha, I'm sure, yeah. like, the PR spin was like, oh, no, it was leaked, which is, like, I think a, a, at least a couple of celebrity sex tapes were probably released knowingly, and, yeah, said that they were yeah, but still ethically probably shouldn't post it um or view it but like uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah i guess it's like all the rage of like paris hilton and kim kardashian and colin farrell i feel like everyone's forgotten about colin farrell's sex yeah tape. i didn't even know he did one but also i just never I think, think about, about colin farrell i love him i 
that's a that's enough for both of us then i guess i mean i don't dislike him at all or anything i'm just like i just don't think about him remember i followed someone on tumblr and they're like do you remember when people would have like personalized tags for like celebrities i remember i followed someone and their personalized tag was a quote from his sex tape (laughs) which was oh my god lunch and fucking dinner which is oh my god (laughs) and then i know and then someone i mean i feel bad talking about this but then on like graham norton or something i think um sharon osborne mentioned that she saw it and was like breakfast lunch and fucking dinner and then on broad city they mentioned it and alana was like breakfast lunch and fucking dinner so that quote from his sex tape is like known from it and like obviously i'm not gonna go back and watch it because it's icky at the very fucking least um but that Mm -hmm. quote is stuck in my head and i will sometimes say it about like food i like and then i remember that it was colin farrell talking about (laughs) pussy yeah i mean good for for him him. also tie-in he did have an emotional relationship with elizabeth taylor right before she died yeah they had like an emotional romantic relationship which i'm like interested in hmm did not know that she could have been his she could have been her i want eighth husband ninth marriage i think Mm. that's the right calculation yeah Mm. Mm -hmm. no i'm not sure yeah i can remember if she had eight marriages or eight husbands because i know she married richard burton twice (laughs) yes right uh queen shit queen shit only anyway (laughs) true but i don't know if i ever uh Last, Last week of the, of the episode, episode, I don't know if I ever want to see my friend's sex tape. That's all I wanted to say. Uh, yeah, no. If if that happened and that leaked, I'd be like, well, okay, if it, if they put it out on purpose, no. I still wouldn't watch it. But, like, I'd be like, respect. If it leaked, yeah. I'd be like, I'm so yeah, sorry. Exactly. That's horrible. If they horrible. put it out on purpose, I'd yeah. be like, cool, cool, cool. Good for you, babes. If it leaked, obviously, I'd be like, mm-hmm. that is horrible. I'm sorry. I would never watch it. But even if they put it on purpose, I don't want to see it. Maybe I would out of curiosity. I'd watch like the first like couple seconds, and then I'd be like, "No, I'm good actually." Yeah, yeah. It'd be kind of. It's kind of like if any of your friends got like an OnlyFans, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that's awesome." But like, I don't really want to. Like, no, I'm not gonna. I will. I will give you the money. You know how like people that pay for our Patreon are our friends. Maybe I'd just donate money yeah. as a friend, but I wouldn't look at the content. I subscribe to get their numbers That's up. True. But I wouldn't That's look true. That's true. This is yeah, true. That's a really I good way to do it. it. But like, I support you. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's <laughs> getting to the, the end of the episode. Basically, Carrie is upset with a Russian, and she goes to confront him about it. And he's sitting at the he's sitting in the kitchen, and he has a coffee and whiskey. So you know shit is serious. And Yeah, and when she says his name, he's just staring straight ahead at his like the yeah. screen that he's looking at and he just doesn't respond to anything. He's just like exactly. fucking dissociating. Um, I'm really mad at you because you weren't very nice to my friends earlier and he's yeah, and he's not responding. So she goes over and she's like, Is everything okay? And basically he says he spent six years on this like one piece and he's really nervous that it's not going to be worth it or it's not good people aren't going to like it um or they're not going to get it or whatever and she just 
she comforts him and she sits and listens to him complain. Problem solved. We're not going to talk about the issue at hand. Let's just move on. Yeah, she just like for once in her fucking life puts her own thing to the side for now and yeah. just listens to his problems, which I'm like, fuck, wasn't expecting this to happen. No, I guess she's just like, oh, you're upset? Yeah, man have feelings too. <laughs> man, not just penis. Well, this, this man, man does. Big yeah. is a robot. But like, yeah, I think Big is like, mm, I don't know, the Ill- illegitimate child of Ted Bundy or something. But Petrovsky does have feelings and does have emotions. And it makes sense that if he's been working on one piece for six years, he would be nervous about how it would be perceived. Um, or, or at least yeah, it's been like a no, very long sure. time since he's had an exhibition. So, yeah, it, it makes sense. Yeah, no, for sure. It's it's nice to see her actually supporting him and mm-hmm. putting her bullshit kind of to the side for a second. Um, rankings. rankings. I, I forget every goddamn episode that we do rankings. I would say, I don't know who's at my top. Cause it's, I just don't yeah, really care about most of their plots of this L, week. Like maybe Charlotte, but then she's also stupid um samantha because i'm like i i might put samantha at the top just for having a diamond bra and for uh releasing a sex tape of her fucking her hot boyfriend like mm-hmm. not this is down true. With the slurs have to put big fucking like capital letters warning for that not cool with the slurs um but like i don't know what to, I, I can't expect any better from this fucking show at this point we're at season six i don't yeah, it's wild, because this is really the end of the show, and this is really pushing the, it yeah. was a different time thing, which, like, the two thousand, the early 2000s were still a long time ago, but, like, it's extremely, there's a point where it's, like, you know exactly. better. Like, this show does know better. I think, like, the phrase F-slur hag is, mm-hmm. was sort of for a long time said without people really taking into account that they were saying a slur um but also it's just like i don't know i don't know if she's necessarily my top but i feel like she did the most interesting thing she had the most interesting plot at least this is true it's really hard to rate them this week because i feel like miranda was probably at the bottom because she literally didn't have like any plot on her own it was literally just her existing so she's probably my bottom I honestly might put Carrie at the top just because she, I don't know. I feel like, well, first of all, she deletes all of Big's messages, which for now mm-hmm. we'll give her credit for. We'll see. But like for now, I'll at least give her that. She deletes all his messages. She's kind of moving on. She does eventually go out to Brooklyn to see Miranda's new place. She has a bit of a thing with the Russian, like a bit of an argument, but then like she cares about him more in the end so like i i do feel like this episode is decent for her even if i just don't give a shit about her and the russian together at all but like maybe i'll put her at the top and then yeah i feel like maybe i'll put it i feel like it's such a like putting samantha second because you're right she had the best plot but then it was like there were so many parts about it that made Mm -hmm. me like cringe that maybe i'll put her second and then charlotte third just because like I don't care about the dog show, and I just feel like it's, like, really poor dog ownership to let your dog, who's in heat, just go out with a bunch of other dogs around and then be surprised. Like, do you not know anything? I just can't. Yeah. Also, she, like, literally only won for being beautiful, which is kind of just, like, I'm sorry, but, like, 
this rich person sport is just she, stupid. Even though I think dogs are amazing, but like she you won, won for the be, stupid for reasons. Being conventionally attractive white woman, which and it's like she's never no. done a dog show before, so like she's not practiced at this. It should be like in fucking Glee, where they go to like regionals and they <laughs> lose the first time because they're like, we don't yeah. know what we're doing. Anyway. <laughs> Is your ranking different? Like it's really hard to care. Yeah, it's hard. This week is just it's it's just not exciting this week. And it's like, well, I hope things pick up. We've got three episodes left. We still haven't gotten the Sam Wig. How do we have like three episodes left and we're like, this is boring? Like we are coming up to the season finale. I mean, I I don't know, maybe it's like dull because in retrospect we're like, okay, well, we have two movies as well. But then it's like you would think that it would keep ramping up and I still feel like we have kind of filler episodes. Like, why does fucking Charlotte have a dog? Like, why is that her plot? That she has a dog? Her I don't enti- know. I guess it's literally just to be like, she can be fulfilled without a then baby, maybe? Is her wanting to have a baby fine? But then right at the end, they're like, yeah. oh, she adopts anyway. So why shouldn't, like, the, this whole, like, we should be talking about her, like, talking about adoption. That's more interesting. Her figuring out her yeah. adoption plan. It should be. I guess maybe part of, like, having a dog could be, like, realizing that you can still love something even if it didn't come out of your yeah. own vagina. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, turns out that I can still think this is an amazing thing to take care of even if I'm not the one who birthed it. <laughs> Uh, which shouldn't take an it shouldn't take something like this to realize, but a lot of people I are mean, stupid. Maybe it so. should take like two episodes for to figure that shit out. And she also was the person who like encouraged adoption when she was with Trey. Yeah. So why it's is she true. now yeah, like I don't, I don't want to adopt when when she was with Trey? She was the one who like she. I remember her saying like, "Oh, we could adopt like a baby," and there are lots of girls from China, and they wouldn't. I remember her saying like, "We could adopt a baby." Yeah, and then Bunny was all pissed off being like, well, you think that you could be, and then she says racist things. And Charlotte's like, excuse me. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It is very filler at this point, and it's very like, okay, Miranda's plot is very much just, her plot basically feels done. She just kind of feels like she's just here at this point for like the the ride, so they don't have to wrap her up at the same time as everyone else. And like, Carrie obviously has still like a big her finale stuff to get through i really feel like charlotte and miranda are kind of at their conclusion at this point yeah exactly it, it does feel very like we're at the conclusion now i suppose yeah and i mean the finale is two parts so we have three episodes left <laughs> we have three episodes left but two the of motorcycle those man are is, um, is like shut up liberal i hate yeah, exactly i hate him <laughs> oh i fucking hate the people who live near me who just rev <laughs> their engines and i'm like i'll kill you i'll kill you with your (laughs) muffler anyway um yeah so we're almost done we don't actually have any questions this week um so if you do want to send us questions send them to us at citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask and uh Mm -hmm. we'll get to those um only three episodes left before the movies but um like we mentioned we're not we're not done done, motherfucker we will we don't we will continue yeah. We will survive. Uh, but in the meantime, if you would like to give us money on Patreon, 
you can also do that. You can give us $1 a month to be a haymower and you would be, you'd get a special Discord role, access to any bonus content we put out. You'd get the secret Looker and Nanu Discord channel. Uh, and then at the $5 level, you get all of that plus an even specialer Discord role. You can submit stuff for Steve voice mm-hmm. for me to read out. And uh, the $10 level, you get all of that plus an even specialer, specialer role in the Discord. Plus, you can listen to us li- record live every yeah. week if you'd like to. Um, also, at the $5 and up level, I will read your name out on the podcast every week. So all our $5 and up donors... Well, sorry. All our five dollar and up donors. We have Alex Shop, Summer Geist, Jennifer Snyder, Matt Ribeiro, Jess Ayalachi, and Siberian Pine Hardwood. So thank you all so much and to all our one dollar donors too and everyone listening. Love y'all and uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you. We love you. Hmm. Yeah, we love you all and uh we're running a bit late, so I probably won't do trivia today, but I do have I do have <laughs> trivia. When when we eventually run not she late does on an have episode, it, I it will be there. Her. I have it. Honestly, if we get to the end of the series and I still haven't done trivia yet, we should just do a bonus episode. Of I just would trivia be down for it. Like I mean, maybe we should do like a quiz night or something. Ooh, yeah, we I did do a, that. That'd I did do a quiz night like thing that. on Zoom before, which was debatably fun with my friends. So like, we could do that. Be a lot. Hmm. I'm sure. I do love to do stuff like that. Join our Discord server if because we if we talk about yeah, this at exactly. all, it'll probably be there. So um, the link to that's on our Twitter and our Tumblr, which are both City Girls mm-hmm. Make Do as the handles. So and it's also on our Patreon, which is City Girls Make Do. Uh, so if you want to donate to us, I don't know if I mentioned it, but it's patreoncom slash Do. But yeah, that's everything. So um, if you want to find me online, you can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish, and you can find me on Tumblr at Windfall Island. And I also guested on sister podcast uh, Tuning Fork again for the third time. I'm the host of the show now, <laughs> it turns out. Um, I was on the show this week, this time, to talk about a bad album for once because my first two guests were uh, Age of Odds and Fetch the Bolt Cutters, which were both very good albums. This time I came on to talk about Weezer, um, because I have a long history with Weezer. <laughs> that sounds and, so terrifying. Uh, it does sound terrifying. Um, I I have a long history of listening to Weezer that goes back to like middle school, and I've seen him in concert twice. I own a Pinkerton t-shirt. Um, I... I have a lot to say about it. Anyway, I guessed it because they gave um, Make Believe their one of their like one of their most middling albums of all time, like a zero point four out of ten on Pitchfork. So the whole the whole conceit of that show, if you haven't wa- listened to it before, is that it's about like Pitchfork in the two thousands and the the albums that they either despised or loved. And so this was a despised yeah. one. <laughs> Um, so if you want me to tor- if you want to listen to me torture my boyfriend <laughs> by making him listen to Weezer's <laughs> Make Believe, uh, oh. check it out. It's it what? was very fun to record. Why did you a Pinkerton t-shirt? You mean that album they made fetch like the album they made fetishizing Japanese women? Uh, well they they <laughs> mention it in lyrics. Yeah, because the the thing is, regrettably, Pinkerton is a pretty yeah. good album. Um. There are a lot of lyrical choices that are really misogynistic and racist, and I cannot just 
say that it's a good album no. without mentioning that. It is Rivers Cuomo that I we're talking about I saw a TikTok here. from Rivers Cuomo um, that was like, you think you can bully me? I'm the lead singer of Weezer. I, I will kill sh- Rivers Cuomo. Yeah, like, of course I'll bully bullied. him. I mean, I'm excited. I think I will listen to this tomorrow because I want to hear you talk about Beverly Hills because that song is so much. Yeah. Pretty much the entire Tuning Fork episode is us dunking on Rivers Cuomo Hell and yeah. Weezer as a whole. Because as much as as much as I enjoy like the Blue album is genuinely one of my favorite albums of all time and I like do enjoy Pinkerton a lot. But like Holy fuck. Yeah, there's so much to say about Weezer. So we we have a real fun time dunking on incel anthems and that's what pink that's what make believe is full of. Pinkerton's also full of incel anthems, but like yeah. they at least sound I feel like better. Weezer is so. just the Smiths in that like the lead singer is like, Oh, I fucking hate this dude, but like these songs kinda slap. Yeah, we actually talk about that a there little bit go. on the on listen, the episode. I'm listen- <laughs> about the comparison about Morrissey to uh, I'm gonna Rivers listen to Cuomo. I'm going to enjoy it. I mean, it's my friends. Um, I was also I was. Uh huh. It's also a rare opportunity for me and Matt to podcast together because we have almost never we've podcasted together like three, maybe four it times happens. tops together. It really so. doesn't. It will never happen again. Yeah. <laughs> maybe never i literally i'm just like please get matt on everyone is like please get matt on the show and you're just yeah. like he watches like know. every episode with me and usually he's just in the background <laughs> shouting something at me yeah so, usually he is i don't know we have no excuse <laughs> no we have no excuse yeah. he will be on at some point i promise yeah he's usually in the background <laughs> before we start every episode he goes Hello, Alex. Yeah, he does come yeah, right and up then to the mic and say that. <laughs> yeah, he often does King do that. Shit. I love it, but <laughs> you know, good. we don't have any yeah. excuse. We're just, we're just teasing you. We're edging you, basically. Because once Matt yeah. comes on, then no one's gonna want to listen. No one's gonna want to listen to anymore because, like, we've had Matt on. That's it. The fated Matt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. that's true. He is the podcasting oh, god. No, I don't. That's a bit. That's a bit too high of praise. It is too high of praise, but he does own the entire noise he's, space website, so he is like, he's like, he's like God lowercase G, like the Valar in like uh, Tolkien's work. It's like you're not God, but like you're you're little a God, like your mini power boss. But like he doesn't give us any rules, you know. That's true. I mean, that's the yeah. ideal kind of God. No rules. Just. just just vibe. Go fucking crazy. Actually, there is one rule. There is one rule, which is that we do have to legally disparage Amazon and Jeff Bezos we on our podcast now. I know. We do that all the time, but like we have to, okay. even if we weren't originally going to, because there was we were gonna maybe be on Apple or on Amazon podcasts, and then we collectively noise space decided no, we don't wanna do that. Uh, and then after we decided that we didn't want to do that, Amazon was like, by the way, if you host your podcast with us, you're not allowed to disparage <laughs> Jeff Bezos or Amazon. Well, or Amazon. They didn't say Jeff Bezos' name, but we were like, obviously we're gonna fucking talk shit about amazon constantly we hate them die i mean i will say that i feel like we can get away with the most because you are his girlfriend so like what's he gonna do this is true we can just put any episode title out that we want we can do whatever we want and he'll just look at me he'll just give me a stare he'll be kind of mad and then you'll be like (laughs) yeah i don't know you own you it's your apartment delete it it, you'll be like i'm the owner of the pussy and the cats. Yeah. He, can say what's that. What's he going to do? 
But no, he just gives me a funny look. He just he's just like, hmm, this is questionable content this week. And then and then, and then he like, keeps that's scrolling. Why he hired us. And by hired, exactly. I mean we just asked if we could be on the podcast network. We are not. We are not yes. getting paid outside of Patreon. <laughs> no. <laughs> Matt buys my groceries though, so oh, well, our well. groceries. So yeah, I guess he get that he gives us me. He gives me he's some like, money. Me so. shit. Um. This is true. Matt buys <laughs> Alex's groceries. I'm going to be moving out soon, so I'll need to buy my own groceries, and I'm like not mentally prepared for that. I'm like, I don't know what mm-hmm. I fucking eat. Me neither, and I just got groceries like two days ago. I don't know what ago. I need to eat in a week. I don't understand. I, I just I just wake up and like food is magically in the fridge. I don't I don't Yeah, once you realize that like not only do you have to get the food, but you have to realize that like the food is not going to last forever, so you're supposed to go through it like to oh make sure you God. consume the food that is going to go bad first. This it's fucking it's the worst. It fucking do sucks. This. I hate it. Uh. Like, I want to move out and be by myself, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't want to have to, like, make my own breakfast. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I hate it. Do you want to plug your Yeah, okay, your so stuff? I'm on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix, and I'm on Twitter at Alex the Virgo. I haven't posted much to either of those recently, so on Instagram, I'm at Alex King Chuck. I would say that's where I post the most. Um, see my beautiful face. Uh, see funny things I put on my story. That's where I am. Hell yeah! And uh, yeah, I'm also. I if you if you go back a bit, I'm also on Tuning Fork. Uh, one with Steph on Fetch the Bolt Cutters, and then another on. I was not on a good album episode. I was on Lulu. You gotta be on another good one so that you got two good, one yeah, bad, exactly. just like me. You gotta be on. I was gonna say you gotta be on for Lemonade, but they didn't give it best new music, did I think they? So I'm gonna. Or did no wait? They I think they gave it best new music, but it was that they didn't give it a ten, which that is just is cowardice. Cowardice. I think they did. I think they might have given like Beyonce's live album possibly a ten, or like uh, they or best new music at least. So I don't know. I could go on one of them. I feel like I want to go on something older though. So I might scroll back. I'm gonna scroll back into mm. like what they've given a ten and what they've done best new music and kind of see what I want to do. And then I will Good just, idea. I don't know, harass. I will harass. <laughs> I will harass Matt and Dave. Yeah, exactly. Matt and David? Yeah, good. Yeah, how dare you have a podcast about Pitchfork, the terrible website that we all hate, <laughs> but that they also like to make fun of a lot, yeah, exactly. too, so I guess it's fine. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to our uh, another long episode that we've done of mm-hmm. uh, this podcast. And... Uh, Mohey every Mo-hey day. Mohey every day, gamers. Fuck cops. Blue lives don't matter. Fuck So long cops. and good night. So long and good night and kiss Keanu square on the lips. Bye.